Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hi, Ivan. T. How are you, sir? Oh, whatever. Guess what? What? Chicken butt. <laughs> Guess what? What? We're doing our 99th episode right now. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Not number nine. Holy shit. Number 99. That's fucked. Guys, we are the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet. We want to say thank you to our supporters. We have a brand new sponsor. Hell yeah. DCD Automotive, which is the Bach Group in Massachusetts. New car group. Out of Mass in Delaware, Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, Weekly Havoc Podcast, Second Mission, Live Boston, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, Gun Track, Hule Law, Fit Cops, and 22 Mohawks. Iman, yes, tell me about this Buck group. Okay. Well, uh, if you are in the New England area, you probably already know Bach. I, I shouldn't have to explain Bach to you. They yes. I think they own half the state half anyways. The state, probably. But, um, uh, so, yeah, so uh, uh, another announcement. So, with uh, our friends at 22 Mohawks and W&R Vets, uh, we've got an awesome event coming up uh, that we are pl- that we have planned and uh, putting together have put together called Operation Airborne for Vets. It's going to be uh, 10 veterans that uh, so far we're getting all sorts of requests. So by mid-December, uh, we're going to have 22 Mohawks back here in the studio. Yes. We're going to record, uh, do a quick live feed, and announce the winners of who's going down to Florida with us. Oh. Uh, so this is going to be, uh, again, Operation Airborne for Vets. Uh, it's a veteran suicide awareness campaign and healing campaign, February 21st through the 27th. It's going to be uh, Project Sapien ourselves, 22 Mohawks, WNR Vets. We are basically embarking on a week-long campaign to bring awareness to, su- to suicide in the military and law enforcement community. The operation will uh, deploy out of Boston. We will be heading down the East Coast to Florida at the X-35 Airborne School, where 10 veterans will receive five days of airborne school training and five jump static line. And what's cool is we're going to be jumping out of a World War II plane. Badass. That was in Normandy. That survived that is Normandy. Sick. So it's the same fucking plane that was over there. So That, that is sick, dude. So it's, it's fucking awesome. So started kind of calling around for, uh, uh, you know, people to donate and, and kind of lo- the logistics of it. That way, obviously, we don't want our veterans uh, to pay uh, for this right. whole thing. So been getting a lot of donors, which is great, and a lot of uh, other, uh, other people uh, pitching in. And one thing is uh, one of the ideas behind the campaign is our, myself and, uh, well, Project Sapien 22 Mohawks are going to drive down to Florida. Yep. So... Decided to call up a couple dealerships and see if they're willing to sponsor a car. Bach uh, and uh, the uh, the actual uh, owners, uh, the Bach Group and the uh, overall owners uh, named... Uh, DCD Group? Yeah, DCD Group, that's what it is. DCD Group, uh, uh, DCD Automotive, uh, 
which has the Bach Group and UCAR Group under them. They're located in Massachusetts and Delaware. For those who are in Massachusetts, they know Bach. They know the Autumn Mile. Yeah. They know, you know, they, 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 know, uh, they know it all. And, and for those that aren't in Massachusetts, these guys have been supporters of the military and law enforcement. Forever. 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 They were, they were doing it before it was cool. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, so, um, had a, uh, like a 20 to half hour, uh, meeting with them. Dude, they didn't even bat an eye. They yeah. said, yeah, we're going to sponsor yeah. our car for you. And, uh, we're gonna, it's going to be all paid for. Yep. You, got, you drive down, bring it back. Uh, you don't have to worry about a thing. Um, wait, do they know how bad of a driver you are? Shh. <laughs> don't say that. Get the extra insurance. Please don't say that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no man they're awesome they're, <laughs> no, they're, but, but dude they did not even bat an eye um so during this drive uh i'm gonna make a couple stops one the national uh, national uh arlington cemetery yep. um arlington national cemetery i mean and the national law enforcement uh, memorial and that's going to be part of the, the awareness and the healing uh process for veterans as we uh, make our way down and we're going to visit some other people uh, that have helped out and are involved in this project uh, during our drive. So uh, it's going to be a great time. So thank you to DCD automotive. Uh, you guys are awesome. This is a huge, huge thing for them and any veteran or law enforcement, you guys know Bach, go to them. Uh, as soon as you say project sapient or you don't even have to say our name, They'll all, take care all, of you. All, the, all they got to know is you're, uh, whether you're a first responder or a veteran, they have packages just for that. Just for that. Yep. Just for that. So yep. they'll take good, good care of you. So head over to them if you're looking for cars, uh, SUVs, whatever. They can find it. Uh, they have a huge inventory. So go uh, go take care of them because they're taking care of us. I remember, so I've been on about 20 years. I used to work in an area where a lot of the radio stations had their stuff. Yeah. In uh, one of the big radio stations in Massachusetts or all of New England. They used to bring one of the owners on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly it, what you're talking it, about. And yep. it, like I said, they were supporters of the military and law enforcement before it was cool. Yeah. And it was genuine. Time. Genuine. You know what I mean? And, and they'd raise money for, let's say, a firefighter yeah. lost his home or a cop. Yeah. Place, like, yep. they, they'd here, here, we'll buy you a new house type thing. It's so. amazing, man. It's amazing that there's a lot of good out there and it's continuing to be good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, what was nice is, you know, they said, listen, uh, before closing, they said, listen, a lot of uh, private enterprises appreciate uh, law enforcement, yeah. first responders, yep. and veterans. Yep. As much as the way it sounds like in the media, that's not the real feel in the public world, in oh, yeah. the private sector world. So, well, so kudos to them and yeah. thank you. Yep. So, uh, all right. You want to get into the article? Yeah. So today we're going to do an article mm. uh, about criminal justice reform. That I wrote. Uh, I wrote, actually uh, wrote You this. wrote this one too? Yeah. Uh. I, listen, man. Listen. <laughs> all right. When I write these things, people listen. All yes. right. Cops have been screaming for criminal justice reform. Yeah, not not police reform. Yeah. Criminal justice. The whole fucking thing needs an overhaul. Yes, it does. Um, I'll give you, you know, one most recent example. Wisconsin. Uh, that savage that, oh, by the way, did you see, uh, one of the articles? He says he's not being treated fairly I'm, anymore. I'm being demonized. Yeah, I'm being demonized. I'm being demonized. And my mama hasn't come here. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking turd. Yeah. Yeah. What you an know, absolute turd. You know, it's, it's, it's like, they, they say he has like mental health issues, whatever, whatever. I don't care. Which, you know what? You know what? That's where criminal justice reform or criminal justice system failed on their end. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he's a savage regardless. Uh, for running over fucking people in a parade, 
And did you, I saw this video of this six-year-old dancing at the side of the uh, no. parade. Just missed her as he was oh, talking about goosebumps. Yeah, just missed her. Dude, like by inches. We I, know, I couldn't fucking believe it. We know we have a problem in, in with, with the criminal justice system. Oh, so just now that I, uh, now that kind of remembering a little more with this individual, I'm not going to even give him a name because mm. he doesn't deserve to say it. I'm not going to even say his name. Asswipe. You know what? Yeah. Asswipe. It's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Um, he, uh, so apparently he, is, he has been convicted and charged and arrested numerous times on very violent crimes. The most recent one where he tried to run over his mm. ex-girlfriend, I mm. believe. I know it involved a car and him trying to run somebody over, whether it's a relative or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but he went to jail and it was a thousand dollar fucking bail. Like really? A thousand dollar bail. A thousand dollar bail. And what does he do two days later? How many, how many times have we seen it, Diamond? Oh, fucking hundreds. Thousands. How many times have we seen it and we look at these things and you're like, oh my God. And I get that the, the bail bondsman, especially in Massachusetts, has a little bit of autonomy as to what they can do and what they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're supposed to be reasonable. Yeah. Right? That's the whole basis and foundation of our law, reason, yeah. reasonability. They're supposed to be reasonable. And a lot of times it, they, it's not reasonable as personal. Yeah. They like, you know, they look at some of these people and they're like, oh, well, he seems like a good kid. I'll just give him a $50 bail. My, my favorite, what? my favorite is when I, when, when we go through the list of charges and then what they have on their bop and right. the history and right. all that. And then you, you hear it like, ah, $40 bail. You're like, what? Right. Did you just fucking listen to what I just said? I don't understand it. I mean, again, I'm not a bail bondsman. I'm not in that world. Just from all these years in law enforcement, I've seen, and I can attest to that. That needs a little bit of a re- rehaul too. Oh, huge! Well, that's what I mean. This this yeah. article is about a yeah. whole reform on criminal justice, and I love it how politicians keep harping on police reform. Uh, why don't you look at the fucking whole criminal justice reform? Not so much police. Police aren't the problem. I'll tell you right now. Police aren't uh, yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's the whole fucking criminal justice system that's the problem. Look, it, the criminal justice system is one of those things where the the intent was always there. Yeah. To, and I mean, with a growing population and yep. growing crimes and different crimes, yep. you, you know what I mean? The, the intent was always there to do good. Yep. Right. It's the whole basis of it. Right. Yeah. But it's become the, it's become a circus. It's become a fucking sideshow. Like this guy was released on a thousand dollar bail, right? Yep. You have people even in Massachusetts and in federal, federal, uh, 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 politics who are talking about, you know, getting rid of bail completely. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Well, what are you smoking? Well, those are the fucking extremists that fucking what we should do is just put them in the cell with these fucking animals right. and let them decide if, you know, yeah, might well, as well let them go. That's the thing, man. They think in the abstract. They've never been in the real world. It's kind of like the career politicians, right? Yeah. Like, I've been in politics for 50 years. I've never held another job or done anything but politics, but I know how to run this country. <laughs> You know what I mean? There's a lot I can say about that. Yeah. Actually, uh, I don't know if you saw this report. We're, we're going to go off subject for a second there, but it kind of circles back. Um, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Uh, Demon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You went on another level. But, uh, she, so in Congress, I didn't know this, but in Congress, they're not subject to the same rules in terms of shares and investments and stuff like that, that the rest of us are subject mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. So... A uh, company, I forget the name of the company, uh, but but offered, oh, credit card. That's what it was. It was credit card company. So it, it, the house was trying to pass a very strict 
build on credit card companies and okay. shit like that to kind of like to fucking control them. Like, hey, listen, yep. enough's enough. Fucking stop with these crazy interest rates and all that. Yeah. A credit card company, I don't remember the name, which one it was, uh, but one of the major ones, uh, gave her and her husband, uh, it's it's some sort of, uh, you might know it, like some sort of shares. It's a type of share that they make profit off of that is a loophole in the law that they don't get affected by. Like a margin share? Yeah. So four days after, the bill never passed. Uh. She was questioned by 60 Minutes. 60 minutes questioned. She's like, hey, you know, the, the guy, the, the, the host, uh, you know, she wouldn't make a statement unless he was at a press conference. Mm. So he said, okay, I'm going to come to a press conference. I'll do the press conference. Okay, I'll come to a press conference. Raise his hand. Yep. I forget the, the report's name. It was actually hilarious. So he went through the whole thing like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what's your point? What, what are you trying to say? Yeah, the rules well, are, are not meant for people <laughs> like you. Yeah. You guys, you guys create the rules yeah. for everybody else. It's kind exactly. of like even like the healthcare, right? Oh, like yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah, exempt yeah. from fucking the, their own healthcare laws. Yeah, exactly. For crying out loud. So so again, I'm circling back now with like the criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. There's a there's like another side of uh, our laws that really like oh you know it's one of those things like do as I say not as I do. Exactly. You know like yeah. oh I know I know what's better for you but I'm going to do whatever I want. I mean, you nail it on the head when you say that. Yeah. That's how, that's how they think when they're doing this shit. Yeah. That's how they think when they're doing this shit. One of those holier than thou type fucking mentality. Like you give somebody, it's a human nature. You give somebody a little bit of power, see what it does. Exactly. That's the thing. We've always said, you know, give, give somebody a badge, give somebody some rank, give somebody some whatever. You'll see what they really are. Ex- like, their true shit like is going to tr- come out. Exactly. Their true shit is going to come out. Some people can't handle the badge. Some people yep. can't handle the stripes. Some people, like, it's it's unfucking real So, let's, uh, let's uh, before we go way off tangent. No, we're tying it all <laughs> but, in. But we're tying it all in. But, so, criminal justice reform has been topic of discussion and outright anger by many law enforcement agents, which we have. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Yamath, chief, is, was has been the, one of the most vocal after yep. he lost one of his guys because of the bullshit bail uh, reform and all that shit because a violent offender that was supposed to be in jail shot and killed uh, Sergeant Sean Gannon uh, yep. during an entry into the attic with his canine. And his canine survived, but unfortunately... Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. So he was, you know, spoke out a lot about this bullshit bail reform in, Mass- in, in Massachusetts itself and in the nation as a whole. But... It's like no one's listening, right? We, we, they don't pound, care. we pound our fists. We pound our fists. We're like trying to get the word out. Um, and it's like, it's falling on deaf ears almost, you know, you, you'll get some politicians that will be like, yeah, that's true. We need to do what, but it doesn't go anywhere after that. Because they don't, they don't feel the reality of these circumstances. No. Right? They don't think back. They don't look at, you know, this officer took his last breath. His light was extinguished from the fucking universe. Yeah. Because of somebody's fucking inactions. Exactly. Also the criminal's actions, but because of somebody's inactions. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But when it's when it comes down to us and we have to make a split-second decision on the street, yeah, we're going to be scrutinized for that for the next fucking God knows how long. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, but these people can't be scrutinized. No. No. And that's the issue. That, that is the issue. And we always say, like, if a judge's kill, uh, kid actually gets killed, they'll actually... Uh, see how quickly shit changes. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so you know, I've, uh, you know, especially after COVID-19, right? We, we've talked about this. 
uh, what happened to the entire country when COVID-19 happened, especially with criminals. Yeah. Uh, fucking courts shut down. So in our constitution, you have the right to a speedy trial. When that right to a speedy trial is not available, guess what? Nothing happens now. Yeah, exactly. So we can't arrest because there's no right to a speed because every human being has a right to a speedy trial. So therefore we can't arrest and violent crime skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. People started reoffending. People started oh, my, my being favorite, savages. Well, my favorite is when 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 uh, some of these DAs decided, oh, we're going to release some prisoners uh, because of uh, COVID, you know, to make the population a little less. Uh, but who did they release? Fucking violent. Exactly. Prisoners. Not like I'd understand if it's some petty shoplifter or you know something whatever yeah. nonviolent type yeah. crimes. Uh, but dude, they ha- they let. Beanie, like large scale beanie suspects out. He's got 130 on his bop. Yeah. And he just committed an armed robbery. Yeah. Now let's let him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it was fucking uh, like out there. Uh, judges would, and judges would allow the, re- the release of these violent offenders in our neck of the woods. And since then, there has been an uptick in shootings, gang violence, homicides, witness intimidation, and a whole host of other problems. And it's still happening, yeah. even though things are opening up, but courts are behind. They're so behind. Like two years now, yeah. you know, in terms of uh, getting trials going and all that. So it was like, so question is, how are we going to fix this? Right? That's the thing. You know, how, how is this going to get fixed? As law enforcement, we enforce the laws that are passed down by legislators. That's the way it fucking works. I don't know how many times I got to tell people that I didn't make this law. Right. Talk to your fucking state rep, <laughs> you know, or, or fucking congressman or congresswoman or whoever. That's who made this fucking law. So the people who want these laws, here's the thing. The people who actually want these laws, like some average everyday civilians and all that, they expect police to enforce them. Now, this would be a perfect world. The reality is some laws that are passed because of votes others personal agendas yeah if the legislators truly worked for the people then certain laws would not have passed such as my favorite one uh, that always comes to mind is that bullshit if your headlights not on and your windshield wipers going right. that, that turned all of a sudden into a fine where not once there was law enforcement consulted that was between insurance companies and the legislature. special interest special interest exactly there's a, there's a point and, where, and, like... And, and they made it a moving violation, therefore now it counts points, so your insurance is going to go up. Obviously, because the insurance lobbyists fucking paid a lot of money to get it done. Absolutely. That, you see, that, I, I say it all the time, and I preach this to, you know, offline and online. I preach this. We have become... This country has turned 180 degrees from its original intent, from the yep. local level to the federal level. Yep. 180 degrees from its intent. Yep. Like... People become, and I'm not dogging anybody because I know some of these people, but people become a judge. People become a state rep. Yep. And they're like holier than fucking thou. Yep. And they start putting down their will because they think that they're smart. They think that they're educated. They might be smart and educated. Yeah, but. But you got to realize that's not your function. No. Your function is to do the will of your constituents. Exactly. And that's it. Not what you think the will should be. Exactly. That's my problem with a lot of these politics. And when you think about it, you break it down. It's only been like a hundred. Yeah. We've been around for what? 300 years in yeah. this country, but it's only been the last hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. That, like if you look at, not to go down a huge rabbit hole, but if you look at the federal reserve, yeah. if you look at the, the banking industry and how that was created in the United States and how our, our monetary system is created in the United States, it was, it was legitimately manipulated for four fucking people. Oh yeah. And people don't realize that. No. 
You, you know that saying, follow the money? It's fucking true. It's true. Follow the money. It comes, follow the money. The insurance company's lobbying to get that fucking little thing done. It was stupid. <laughs> so, so you know, I'm, so I'm going to uh, go into a case. It's, it's sort of sensitive case, so I'm going to be as vague as possible just to kind of give you a picture of what these laws look like in reality yep. versus fantasy, right, in a perfect world. Fantasy versus reality. Absolutely. Go for so, it. So, uh, it, it involves a sex predator. Yeah, I'm going to keep it because it involves also a small little kid. I'm going to keep it as vague as possible, and Pete's already breathing heavy, so yeah. we already want to... Uh, oh, by the way, uh, I can't talk about it. We'll talk offline. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to put on like, some, some music? No, no, no it's all okay. good. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, this guy was a real bad dude. He was a legit fucking child predator, like legit. I'm going to do some breathing exercises while yeah. you're doing His that. MO was to gain the trust of the family. And the families that he become, become friendly with are parents of mentally disabled individuals. You motherfucker. Okay. And he would target the kids of those parents. You motherfucker. That's the way he does it. He preyed on them. He was patient. He waited like a predator that he was. Mother of the child walked in on him while he, he was finishing abusing the child. And I'm not going to describe what he did on all that because it's, uh, you know, fucking, I don't want to go back down that rabbit hole. But let's fast forward a little. Pete, go ahead. What are you going to say? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I What I want to say can't be disclosed publicly. Okay. So. All right. Let's fast forward a little. This predator kept harassing the family during my investigation, right? He found out that they filed a police report. He followed them around all over the city. We were uh, now us. We were able to arrest him. Obviously, witness intimidation. I was just saying, yeah. Oh hell yeah! I then learned and did not understand why he was released. Huh? Let's hear this. I was angry about it because here the very system that is supposed to protect the victims has failed miserably. The predator then took off to Georgia because the court allowed him to, and I did not do, know about this. Had no idea. I learned later on when I asked for an update on the case, hey, he's not here anymore. What? What do you mean he's not here? So I did not know this, right? They failed to notify me. A case that should have taken about a year took three years because of such the, the slow pace that the criminal justice system took to do this. Now, I worked my ass off on this case because... One, it's very important to fucking catch this guy. Two, he's gotten away with it before because yeah. certain cases, because at times victims, uh, when they, what they do is, uh, the courts do is they want the victims to go up on the stand to testify. And what do the victim, these young victims do? They fucking break down. They break down, yeah. They can't talk and they're yeah. done. So it's null prost. That's like what's called null I've, prost. I've seen the victim impact statements yeah. where it's like it's taken an hour for 10 words. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So, so I was angry. Again, I was pissed off about it. I finally tracked him, tracked him down and had a warrant for his arrest issued and arrested him. Uh, he was later convicted and sent to jail for a long, long time, which is part. Now, this is the part where it finally did work. The defense was attempting to get the victim to testify right in open court. Myself and the district attorney's office refused. Like, yeah. Absolutely yeah, yeah. not. Yeah. You have all the statements. You have all the interviews. This victim will not go up on the stand. Think about that. They were trying to fucking reduce. I get that everybody's entitled to equal equal protections under the law, 
but they were trying to reduce this victim who was probably young. Very young. <sighs> yeah, very young. Already traumatized, already oh, fucked yeah. up, already... Oh, she's, uh, like, like for three years, I kind of kept track of her, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And she was getting worse at school. She was acting of course. out. Because of the trauma, you know? And, and she had parents, unfortunately, who were mentally disabled. Uh, they, they, uh, her grandparents ended up taking custody of her uh, just so she can have an, a, a normal life. Imagine what was going through this little girl's mind. Not, I'm not saying during the act. That was probably horrific for her, yeah. right? But imagine what was going through her mind after the arrest, after that. She probably got wind that some that he had left for Georgia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This girl was probably going to sleep at night thinking to herself, is this going to happen again? Is he going to be outside my window? Is he going to this and that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you know, it was nice, though. At the end of the case, she uh, drew me a rose. I still you told have, me about yeah, that. Yeah. I still have it up on my wall. Uh, but uh, but it's, it's like, why did this case take three years? One. Uh, the involvement in the investigation of certain uh, people in the court system fucked it all up. I had to do a lot of cleanup to make sure that the case is strong. I had to do a lot of legwork that the court system should have done. Not me. I built the probable cause. You're, in essence, your job was done. Yeah. But I had to do their job. Imagine had, if you didn't. I had to deliver subpoenas to hospitals. Because they did not. Imagine if you didn't do all this shit. I know. This I know. fucker would have gone out for you. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And let's, let me piss you off a little more. Uh, last year, was it last? Yeah, last year, uh, Court of Appeals reduced the sentence. Not because of my case. At all. So he, he made a plea. Yeah. I, I've been good. I've been good in jail. Yeah. I haven't been butt-fucking anybody. Yeah. They reduced the sentence, and he should, he's probably out by now. God! What? Yeah. It, it, it's sickening. So, again, criminal justice reform. Where is the justice for this victim? Okay. Innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. He was proven guilty. Fuck yeah, he was. Fuck it. He appealed, and he didn't lose. He didn't win the appeal. They basically just gave him a reduced sentence. Yeah. And, and they didn't even drop the charges or anything like that. They just reduced the, the number of years of him, him going to jail. Just because somebody was like, yeah, you know what? I feel good today. I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem in fucking law enforcement. That's the criminal justice reform well, that we need. Not law enforcement, criminal justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. So <sighs> that's an example right there. I mean, that's it It was a fucking tough case for, for all of us to, you know, myself and uh, a couple of detectives to work on because it was very time-consuming, obviously, and dotting our I's, crossing our T's to make sure this fucker goes to jail for a long time. That way he doesn't victimize anybody else. Um, but unfortunately it didn't work that way, uh, in the end. Um, you say in your thing here, there's so many cases like this that, that, as I described above, imagine yeah. this is one case from one, case. one police officer in yeah. one town. Yeah. Imagine how many th hundreds of thousands of fucking predators and how many assholes and ass wipes are out there. Yeah. There's tons. Tons. And what's, what pisses me off even more, and it's going to piss off a lot of the guys even thinking, we all know this, we all think about it. There's people that actually support these fuckers. Oh, fuck Yeah. Like even that shithead that ran over everybody in the in the parade, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, there's a fucking fan club oh, for no. him. The, uh, a GoFundMe site was taken exactly. down trying to raise his fucking bail money. Uh, it, it, they did like a five million dollar bail just to make it really high. Yeah, some some fucking prick set up a GoFundMe trying to raise. Imagine money. that. Yeah, exactly. Some some prick did it, and then yeah. it, it got traction for enough for Iman to fucking hear about it. Yeah, 
Imagine that shit. Yeah. Just like the the marathon bomber. Yeah. He fucking was getting fan mail. Yeah. Fan mail. Yeah. I love you type yeah. of shit. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> fucking, it, 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 it's fucking bad. So, so now another one. Let's move on to help mental health. I gotta, I gotta cut this fucking episode early, dude. I'm getting. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you knew what you were getting into when yeah, you saw I it. Did. All right. Let's move. So now let's move on to mental health. There's a real crisis with mental health right now that's exacerbated by state hospitals being shut down due to budget cuts, and yep. this this has been going on for decades. Yeah. Because we don't need them anymore. We don't need them. And a whole host of other reasons. So this caused a lot of issues, obviously. So many people who suffer from mental illness are now not are not getting the help they need. And after COVID, it that got ex- even worse. That exacerbated it. Absolutely. It got ten- I'm dealing with legit schizophrenics. I'm sure, and you, you're doing the same. We're yeah. actually policing as a whole. We're dealing with legitimate paranoid schizophrenics <laughs> that are so disconnected, so dangerous, because they're not getting any of the help. And when we... Freaking ask for the help. We section. They're out two days later. They're out two days later. Maybe three. Yeah, maybe three. They're drugged up disproportionately. They're yeah. given like they're given uh, the rainbow the rainbow meds. Yeah. You know, basically here but, you go. So remind you of the fucking VA. Oh fuck yeah! Th- this it's a mill, dude. It's again, a farm. Big farmer, right? Yeah. Follow the money. Where is this fucking happening? Why is this happening? Follow the fucking money. You know, and and here's the thing, like I, you know, I I feel bad for the families that have to deal with this and you know, their, their respective uh, uh, relative who has the severe mentally ill and, and, and illness and they're getting stonewalled by these hospitals. When they say you cannot release that my, my mother, father, brother, so whatever, they are a danger. I had no details. I had a call the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been to this house maybe three times. I had been there twice at least. And one of the parties was saying to me that the other party had been taking, had been sectioned. Mm -hmm. They'd been given medication while at the hospital. They were fine. Once released, they upped the dosage and all that stuff. And the other party started going bananas. Mm -hmm. So for three, four days, he was calling the doctor and saying, whatever you gave us isn't working. Mm -hmm. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. And he was, Mm -hmm. he basically told me the answers that I was getting was it should work. Because he probably looked at a fucking medical journal mm-hmm. and said, yeah, for these symptoms, this should work. And the guy was like, when I say it was a grown man, he had a little kid in the house in tears. He was like, dude, I don't know what to do because nobody will listen to me. It, it's not working. It's clearly worse. You guys are here. Yeah. And that's, again, when you think about it, it's one case, one 911 call in a million that happened every day. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so, so, so again, you know, I'm going to go into another case that I worked mm-hmm. uh, just to, again, here's reality. I had to investigate where several cars were damaged by an individual. Uh, I'll call him X. Suffer, and this uh, X was suffering from a mental illness, uh, a lot of issues, a lot of mental health issues. Yep. Uh, X took a large rock and started bashing car windows, hoods, sunroofs, etc. A woman sitting in her car when this was happening. Jesus. And uh, she stated he was laughing like a maniac. I eventually, so uh, long story short, he ended up uh, uh, fleeing on foot. We had to find him, found him in a uh, in a neighboring state, actually. So I had to do a, um, uh, a uh, apply for a fucking temporary warrant 
uh, for his arrest, so that way they can charge the other state can charge him with fugitive from justice, right, right. Yep. so we can extradite him back. Yep. That's what people don't get, though. Like some of the nuances that we have to do. That's why sometimes it takes longer because there are laws it, written in our constitution and our bill of rights and it all you know in criminal justice that we need to make sure we do it right. That way, fruits of the poisonous tree. Exactly. We don't we don't lose the case. So it's not only about losing the case, right? Like you weren't looking. This kid had a mental illness. Yeah. You weren't like, I'm going to lock him up and he's going to jail for the rest. You wanted to get this no. kid help. So you were using what we have as tools in the criminal yeah, justice system. Exactly. To get him to where he needs to go. So when I uh, interviewed ex's parents, they told me they have tried everything to get ex admitted somewhere. They knew their child was a danger to the public. Unfortunately, there aren't enough facilities to take him. And as a result, ex kept being let out of hospitals and jails over and over and over and over again. What do you expect the kid's going to do if, he, if yeah. he's not treated and helped? Yep. He's going to magically fucking wave a magic wand and he's <laughs> going to stop doing this shit? I know. I know. Like, it's, it, it, it's you know, this person would be would be able to stand trial, but jail is not the right environment for right. them. So here's the thing. Then it all circles back to, all right, leave it to the police to fucking solve the problem. Right? Uh, more recent example. Uh, we've had this really elderly 77-year-old woman um, living alone, house in complete disarray, feces and urine everywhere. Now, this is like, I'm just kind of giving you what it looks like over there. Her uh, issues uh, started going out of control recently. Yep. She would call the police department 20 to 30 times a day between 911 and the business line. Every single cop listening to this is like, yeah, we have the same thing. Yeah. She would call the police department 20 to 30 times a day, whether it's business line or 911. I need food. I need uh, wine. I need cigarettes. I'm not feeling well. My life is falling apart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, the spiral. She is supposed to get, get be uh, getting services from a agency. Yep. To me, this agency has completely failed her. The social service agency. Check boxers? Check boxers. Yep. Or box checkers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, now, this week... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was calling around everywhere to these social service units to like, hey, what the, like, why am I dealing, why is police dealing with this? Yeah. Why is my unit dealing with this? Because yeah. I have more, like, we've had fucking multiple shootings recently. So it's like, you know what? Why don't you do your job to help this poor lady? Here's the thing. We know that she's a pain in the ass. We know she's a habitual drinker. We know there's a bunch of stuff going on with her. We get it. She's a pain in the ass to deal with. We get it. And every cop listening knows that. Like, mm -hmm. you guys get mm -hmm. it, right? Pain in the ass. Just we know it. But there are social services in place that are supposed to, what? Take care and facilitate whatever needs the elderly need, essentially. Can I make a statement? Yeah, go. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, tell me in my assessment that... A lot of these social services look at us as the fucking suckers who are, we, they know we're going to do this shit for them. Not just that, we're mandated. We, we have to do something. We have to do something. But you're going above and beyond. Yes, exactly. Because I'm making phone calls right. to the higher ups in th these organizations that I'm like pounding my fist on my desk, literally. Like, why am I the one? And here's right. the thing. This agency, the, the caseworker for this uh, elderly lady has not the last time she made physical contact with her was in October of 2019. Now, this is the caseworker. 
2019. 2019. COVID happened. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. What they would do is, what this caseworker would do was, is call the elderly lady. If she doesn't pick up, call the police and do a well-being check. How many well-being checks do you think we'd do? <laughs> Fucking yeah. dozens. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. We'd have to either transport this lady to the hospital because she was so drunk or she was in crisis or whatever. And my favorite is I had a, I'm going to read this text actually, because it's, it's, it, it, it kind of goes to show how this reform criminal justice and uh, this overhaul that needs desperately to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you this example. No names. No, no, no names. So basically what, what, what I was told was, uh, this individual who uh, is a mediator, we'll call him, uh, made a couple phone calls. So basically, he was told this. <laughs> the agency's hands are tied because of the issues are self-induced by this elderly lady uh, as compared to dementia or other medical conditions that she, she has no control over he was told that these types of situations don't end well and they basically aren't going to do much about it. So let me ask you a question. If you turned around and said, Hey, she just told me that she's the fucking mother of Jesus Christ. Would that have worked? No, no. Okay. So I had to go to uh, court upon myself, go before a judge to apply for a section 12. I had dude. I literally gave the judge a packet this thick yeah. of every single fucking call this month, just this month alone, every single call that she would call. He actually went through and read each one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he was actually decent. Uh, actually, the judge um, complimented kind of the, the police. They're like, he's like, hey, thank you for doing this. This is a good thing. You guys are doing the right thing. Yeah, you guys are doing the right thing. Like, he got it, right? But the other agency, like, I'm still working on it, so it's not, it's not like I'm done. I've actually made calls to, like, even higher, higher-ups. You know, to, to start fucking, uh, I, I lit a few fires this week to make sure yeah. shit happens. For, and here's the thing. Why is it my job to do this when, when these fucking social services or these uh, courts or whatever are in place to take that burden off us so we can concentrate on real shit? At the end of the day, not, not to get all cheesy, <laughs> yeah. but at the end of the day, we're protectors. We are. We're, we're going to go. Somebody call us for a well-being check. We will go check. We're guardians. Yeah. And we want society as a whole. We understand that we're that thin blue line between chaos and order. Yeah. We want society as a whole to function properly. What? Why don't you do your fucking job as, 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 listen, just like our last episode with the, uh, with DCF, right? And all that bullshit that, that we went over with them. Um, they aren't really accountable like us. No, they're not. People don't know this. They have qualified immunity. But no, let's let's make sure the cops get stripped of it. But they won't. Because you know why I'm in it comes back to the simplicity of the media spinning everything. Yeah. It's sexy. People don't know the facts. They don't know the truths. No. They get emotional about these things. Yeah. Oh, it's the cops' fault. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Actually, uh, follow the money, follow the laws. Follow where everything ends up. Follow fucking Corruption, man. Follow <sighs> the, corruption. But l l exactly. look at the criminal justice system, yep. right? The whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Yeah. Somebody, when when I personally think that that was a good verdict. I uh, me too. Okay, and I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that 
every other officer thinks the same thing, right? And I was talking with a friend of mine about, oh, you know, it was kind of a glimmer of hope into the criminal justice system. Yeah, where it actually worked. It actually worked. Yeah. And I said, I like it, obviously. I'm not trying to be Mr. Doom and Gloom about it. I, I thank God that this happened, right? But are these little victories that we're having, because she was mentioning little victories, are these little victories that we're having, are they pirate victories? You know, what... What's like? We're gonna win this one. We're gonna win that one. We're gonna lose the fucking the major ones. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, like as a as a as a you know veteran soldier and all that, winning these small battles will eventually get us to win the bigger battle. But are they? I understand that concept. But you people need to understand. Or I look at it and think about it as: Is it a pirate victory? Meaning, do you know what pirate victory is? No. All these little battles oh, okay. mean absolutely nothing because they've caused enough damage with the eventual. Big part, big picture of the war is lost. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. I, I agree. The, we lost as police. Again, we, I blame us for some of these issues. As police, we we were so insulated for so long. Yeah. We were our own worst enemies with that. We allowed legislators to do this rather than pushing back right. the way we should be doing. Because, again, we are that thin blue line between order and chaos. When we start seeing legislators create chaos... It's our fucking job to put them back in check. Absolutely. That's the thing that I blame us for, which I've done an episode, like, you know, who's really at fault. Let's look inwards in reality. Right. You know, because part of the blame is on us. We didn't do enough. Part of the blame is a little bit of our lack of imagination, too, because I've been, without details, but I've been the type where I've gone to a state rep and I've looked at him and called him by his first name, which is, oh, my God, you called him by his first name? (laughs) He's not a human being, right? Yeah, yeah. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And he he looked at me like a deer in headlights, like he'd never been spoken to that way. And in my head, I'm like, that's the whole purpose. Here's the thing. Us individuals, uh, officers who are boots on the ground, we're a different group. Excuse me. Uh, Like KP. Yep. Whistleblowing. Yep. You know, from Fit Cops, doing her thing, doing stuff that should be done. We need, we should have been doing that way a long time ago. A long time ago. Yep. Before it even became, it, before it got to this point. That's, that's what I mean by our lack of imagination. It is our leadership in yep. the pa- of the past yep. that allowed this to spiral because they didn't, they wanted to keep shit status quo. That way they can make their retirement, which I get. And, I there, get and, and there was a little bit of optimism there, too, exactly. from us. Exactly. You know, we were hoping that right. it would happen, but it didn't. So now it's cops, boots on the ground, who are making the stink. That's what's happening. Make the fucking stink. I'm like, fuck yeah. Fucking make the stink. Because we're the ones dealing with it. We're the ones out there every fucking... Fucking my buddy at Washington State. Yep. Over yeah. Over Washington yeah, yeah. State. Yep. I was just telling you about it. This is part of the issues. With police reform versus criminal justice reform. He works in a very, very busy homicide unit. He's like legit murder police. Where he he told me of a, a story of a serial killer he literally tracked down and locked up. Like, you know, and is still investigating the killings this, this individual has done. Mm-hmm. Like, again, legit fucking murder police. He, his unit, due to police reform budget cuts... Is getting cut in half. Half. Not only half. He's one of the most senior guys. He has to go back to patrol by next year. Because some shithead made an arbitrary decision based on abstract fucking thinking. Yep. 
we should reduce this unit because I said so. They here's the thing: they went from investigating nine homicides a year mm-hmm. to thirty. Tell me they're not busy. <laughs> did you see? Did you see fucking Chicago? No. Uh, or is it the county that Chicago's in? A thousand murders. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. They, they, like, oh. like highest ever or something like that. Uh, we but, don't like, have a problem. Here's the thing. Like, as, as, like me as a detective, I'd be horrified. Yeah. I'm what like, are you going to do? A thousand. A fuck. I can't work. Like, and I, they're trying to defund those fucking cops. Imagine, yeah. dude. Like, and I was telling him, like, he's told me some other stuff too that, that I told you I won't get into because we're running, we're, we're starting to run short on time. But, he was telling me some shit, but you know, part of me says, "Thank God we're you know the East Coast is still it's still yeah. put together," because the West Coast, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on out wild there. Wild West. It's 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 not just the, it's not just Wild West. It's like fucking the, they're stripping the protectors of society of everything they got, everything. It almost feels a little third world. He he told me. It, one of his investigations after their police reform uh, went active, he had one of the first search warrants to do with the, with a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking dangerous armed individual, gun case, whole nine yards. He needed a SWAT team to hit and all that. He said prior to doing anything, they had to like go over the warrant and everything for almost a week and a half prior to hitting to make sure that everything is status quo with the police reform laws and to make sure that nothing uh, is left to chance uh, for lawsuits or whatever. They're still going to get sued most likely. Yeah. It is what yeah. it is. But Try but to mitigate the risk. Mitigate the risk. But here's the thing. Why? Like, it, that's the point that's gotten where there's, there, there, it's like scary to, to come up with a plan like that. Like, we're, yeah, we're going after a very armed individual, but we need to be careful because uh, you know, we're gonna get sued. Susie Q and Chad up at the state house is gonna is gonna fucking defund us or or fucking decertify us because we use quote unquote excessive force on the entry. I'm not gonna. That's a whole other episode, dude. That <laughs> I know. That's why I said short on time. I'm gonna kind of like you know scratch it on the service, but I'm telling you, the West Coast is it's lost. A it's a zoo. Is, is lost. To me, I have no fucking, no, no, uh, I have no uh, desire to ever go back to the West Coast. I went to California and saw San Francisco for what it is. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll never go. I told, I told, uh, we, we couldn't leave fast enough. No shit. Oh yeah, I know. It was disgusting. You're talking, I felt like I was back uh, in Iraq. Yeah. Like ten, like tents everywhere. Uh, third world, people shitting on the streets, peeing on the streets. And you know what the San Francisco mayor decided to do? Uh, this was, again, uh, a couple of years ago when I went. Uh, they ended up uh, creating a poop patrol, like DPW. To go pick up poop. Yeah, to go clean up human feces. Instead of actually solving the issue, let's put, let's band-aid it and, you know. You, you make a statement in your article, and I just looked at it. It says, consider this, police officers are a reflection of the society they serve. Yeah. I disagree with that. No. I, I don't think we should be a reflection of society. I think as guardians, we should be driving the train. So, do you see what I'm saying? No, I got you. So, so the reason why I, I said that, so it's not so much that sort of uh, reflection. It's, it's, it's more the, ref- yeah, police officers are a reflection of society they serve. A reflection as in, we are the top ones. Like we yeah. are what society, like we're supposed to be that top 10% of that society that we serve. Yep. But 
when these uh, like criminal justice reform, police reform, and all that is happening, now now society's reflection is is shifting. Right. Right, I got you. You, okay. you know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's kind of what I meant with that police officer reflection of the society they serve. If the society is starting to go downhill as a result of all the reform and everything, well, this is what you're going to get. It, exactly. You know, that, yeah. that's that's kind of what, what, what Action I versus reaction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. You so. keep fucking around. It's, it's, that, it's that thing, dude. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. We've always said, like, we as cops have not not really stripped the gloves off you like yeah. at all, and and people have no idea. People have no idea, bro. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's incumbent upon us to make sure we hold the line. Yep. We start making the noise. Yep. We start getting the fucking all the politicians from from the local city councilors to the state reps to the governor. Just like to we the feds. just to the feds, just like we as civil servants work for the people, they work for the people. Exactly. And we need to remind them. We need to fucking remind them. Obviously, do it peaceably. Don't be a savage. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we need to remind them. The louder we get, just just imagine, dude, with all the bullshit with, with Floyd and all the defund the police, people got really loud. Yeah. And that's why people listened. Yeah. We can do the same. Exactly. Exactly. Fucker, man. Dude, awesome episode, Ivan. Oh, yep. This was our 99th episode. Woo! I want to say thank you to our sponsors, our new sponsor, DCD Automotive, which is the Bach Group, new car group out of Massachusetts and Delaware. Vector Shields, Gym Junkies, Havoc Journal, Second Mission, Live Boston, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, Gun Track, Boulay Law, Fit Cops, and 22 Mohawks. Thank you for making us the number one military and law enforcement podcast on the planet. Stay safe. Stay safe, Ian.